Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I am here with the guy who, uh, who won me some money, who pulled off a huge win. Big upset, but he wasn't upset to him because... Upset? It was an upset as far as the odds go, but it wasn't an upset as far as like what we knew what you were capable of doing. Jake right. Ellenberger is here, man. Right. It's good to be here, man. Uh, so stoked. By the way, the, the podcast is on Tip a Fighter, so we're on Tip a Fighter. You can tip us if you like the podcast. Throw us uh, some cash. Uh, we gladly take it. Uh, we got some big tips. Uh, actually, this week, last week, we got some good uh, so Thank you for everyone who tipped us. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, and I also want to thank our, our, uh, our sponsor as far as uh, uh, Fighters DNA. Do you have it? Ellenberger, you have it, man. Listen, for the mats, for the streets, every place in between, the hours <laughs> spent sharpening steel against steel plays out in a line that says, best what doesn't need to be said? You've been given fair warning. It's started by bona fide Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioners. Fighters DNA apparel exists as both a warning sign and signal. Sometimes better to look good while kicking ass than look bad while kicking ass. Okay, so check out Fighters DNA. Uh, look, I'm sure most clothing, they're, they're, uh, they're really, you know, abstractions outside the design. The fundamental shape changes little. Their design actually acts as the Rosetta Stone for all that follows. They're sleek, swift, adept, and adapt it to wherever you're planning to being. Check it out. FightersDNA.com. FightersDNA.com. Bravo. And Check by the it way, out. And Joe Perez is here, by the way. What's Joe up, the guys? Kid Perez. Now, we only have uh, 40 minutes because Jake was 40 minutes late. Uh, however, he showed up, so that's all that matters. We have all the way from Orange County to be here. Thank you. Jake, how are you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's, uh, you know, life's always crazy <laughs> with, a ki- with kids, any kids. It doesn't matter their fucking age, but... Uh, my, my boy, he's about 14 months old now, but there's it, always something, like, it seems like something always happens when you're walking out the door. Right. It seems like that's just been the, the, the routine now, but... Uh, yeah, but we have about kids. Let's talk about your fighting career. Listen, listen, okay? Now, kids don't matter. Kids What's don't... Yeah. Listen, you came out, Thanks, man. man. Everyone was writing you off. And I was like, I had them doing some research, right? Yeah, yeah. I was asking people around your gym, uh, uh, strictly Benny, pretty much. Benny. Uh, I said, how does Jake look? Guys. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And Benny told me, Jake is back. He goes, Jake is kicking ass at the gym. And he's told me when you weren't there. Because he would say, hey, yeah, man, yeah. if, if, he, if you talk to Jake, you. talk to Jake, tell him, please come back to the gym, this and that. Uh, but, but, but he was like, listen, Jake is back. The old Ellenberger's back. So I, I, and I was telling everyone that. I said, guys. Put your money on Ellenberger, okay? I, this kid's not going to lie to me because he's, he's giving me. Now, what, 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 how does it feel? What was the change? What was the difference? Um, you know, there was a little, I mean, there was a, some changes in training as far as like, you know, when I, when I started consistently training back at Kings, there, there's, uh, there's so many, you know, it's gotten a little deeper. The depth of the, the gym's gotten better. There's so many guys. Um, but yeah, they all helped me out a lot. I mean, it's. Um, all guys that I've had good relationships with, Dos Anjos, Benny, um, and, and just being consistent with them, man. It's been yeah, – so it was, it was good. I, I don't think there was – to be honest, there wasn't a lot of changes. I mean, I think that I, I was definitely more confident going into the fight. And uh, for me, it's just getting my mind straight. You know what I mean? It, as easy as that sounds, just, just keeping the mind straight and uh, – you know, then then it's a lot easier to to, to fight. I was so, so pr- I was going crazy. I, I was. I was one of those fights that like is what MMA is all about. Those jumping up out of your chair oh, moments. I was screaming. going ballistic. Yeah. Now, now when you first caught him, right, you came out with two jabs and a right, uh-huh. and you, and you, and, you're not, and he goes flying back. Mm-hmm. I noticed you came. You were 
Were you worried about emptying the gas tank and kind of because you know Matt Brown's known for coming back and yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you know that's something just just watching him fight in, in, in a lot of the fights that he's come back. He's known for that. Like he comes back. It's it's so hard to put that guy away. But um, you know, it's funny. I was with uh, in the, in the back. You know, you know, we get there like they put us like three hours before the fight usually, and it's just like I take a nap and stuff. But anyway, um, Master Cordero and, and Gia, a couple of guys were in the back. They were they were like. You know, you're, they're like, you're probably going to hurt him. It, it, it's funny how the, the first, like, 10 seconds of the fight went exactly how they said it was. They're like, you're going to hurt him at some point. You know, then obviously, they didn't know it was going to be right then. But, like, you need, to, you need to measure. You need to be smart, you know, when, you, when you're going to finish him. Because this guy's obviously known for coming back. And, and guys spending, you know, spending the, spending the tank trying to finish him. But, so, uh, you know, initially, yeah, I was like... It's hard to really kind of see how hurt he is. It doesn't matter how hurt he is unless he's dead. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? He's yeah. one of those guys. Now, when he was coming back, was there ever like an oh shit moment in your head? Like, oh, this is going to be harder no, than I thought it was going to be? Well, I, I expected that going into the fight. You know, before, before it even started, I was like, this, you know, it's going to be a fucking battle. But uh, I think it was just for me to just keep moving, you know, keep moving. He moves, I move, that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, I, I was in great shape. I wasn't. I didn't even know that you knew how to kick, by the way. I, I never <laughs> seen you throw a kick in your career. <laughs> That's the first kick you've thrown in that fight? No, but it, it's been yeah. It's not not a lot. I'm not a big kicker, but yeah, it's um, it's funny though. When I first started training, kick, I, kickboxing was the first thing I started training, and I, I used to kick a lot earlier in my career. And then I kind of when I, I was grappling more and wrestling more, I, I kind of got away from it. I wasn't sure that you knew how to kick. Uh, I was like, oh, I, I didn't know that you know that was a part of the rules. You're allowed to kick. It was it was awesome, dude. I was so pumped for you, man. Thanks, I mean, because I you know I was there at the Stephen Thompson fight. Yeah, and I, I was front row seat, and nothing depressed me more. And just didn't see that happening because I was like, I didn't know if you, how hurt you were. And luckily, mm-hmm. luckily, you like texted me an hour later. You're like, I'm fine. It's cool. Don't worry about it. But yeah. I was like, but to see like, I don't know, something about like being with somebody when they, they're at the top, they fall a little bit and they're back at the top. Mm-hmm. You feel, I don't know. I, I was running around going, we did it. We did it. And people are like, we, what the, <laughs> fuck, did, what the fuck did you do? You did absolutely nothing. I'm like, no, man, we did it. We did it. Yeah. Uh, fuck you. We did it. Yeah. I was, I was so happy, man. Now, uh, a couple, now listen, I know you don't want to bash your old trainers, right? But, you know, going to... Uh, I don't know where this is going. Okay, listen. <laughs> so, when... You, okay, I was a little concerned when you went to, uh, to uh, uh, Edmund, Coach Edmund, right? He had, okay. you, he had you boxing with Armenians every day, right? <laughs> uh, and and th- now, you le- was, was that smart, you think? In hindsight, you kind of wish you never went to Coach Edmund? No, I don't, I don't regret anything. I mean, um, you know what? Every, every fight has its own circumstances i mean there's so many so many variables that go into it um but again it it comes down to my you know i think it comes down to just my myself and in uh my mindset you know what i mean okay so you like, regret coach edmund all right now, now uh th- then <laughs> then we had the podcast where you came in here with some type of like uh war expert or something the guy but he'd never been to war you, you came in there with that guy who was like yelling incoming during your fights and uh <laughs> You know how I'm talking about, right? Torn, yeah, 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 yeah. Torn. That guy was a little crazy. He was like yeah, throwing grenades at you during practice and stuff. Uh, <laughs> but but you weren't hit with him for this one, right? No, no. I mean, I, st- I still talk to him and, and stuff. But yeah, he's a, he's definitely a different cat. Okay, because he was yelling like like uh, like bonsai and stuff, and it just it wasn't very clear. So well, it, 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 <laughs> not not necessarily. I mean, he he trains a lot of like the uh, border patrol, like. Um, <laughs> 
like SEAL team kind of stuff, but it, you know, obviously that's a different scenario. Yeah, you're not so planting bombs in an octagon or anything. I mean, it's sort of like no, yeah. and there's no surprise attack. There's no surprise attack because so he was yelling surprise attack and stuff, and like you know, yeah. you know, you know, ISIS and stuff. It was <laughs> it, it was very strange. Is he supposed to be like a mental coach? <laughs> yeah, he, oh, okay. He, he precisely, it's kind of like a perception kind of guy. Like he be able to. Uh, manipulate your perception and like the way you perceive stress. But he was throwing Jason sense. Rivers during his training and stuff. It was it was very strange. <laughs> it was it was like catch <laughs> a salmon. Yeah, there were there were there were guys in turbans running around. Okay, uh, it was it was it was very bizarre. Now, but now, but now javelins at me. And shit. <laughs> but now we're we're back at Kings, right? We're not doing crazy training. We're we're just training MMA, right? No, we're, right? We're just we're back with Cordero because I feel like this is this is this is a good place for you. Well, I started training with um, this movement guy. No, I'm no. kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm joking. That's fucking not true. No. Yeah. No. It's it's been it's been good, man. It's consistent. Um, like I said, just simplifying things. But yeah, I, I got a lot of a lot of good. Uh, you know, and let me let me make one point. I mean, I look about I look a lot at the you know the past few years and a lot of the ups and downs, and it's like I think that um, you know for for a lot of the the kind of the, the I should say shortcomings that I've had it's it's a, a lot of it's just been uh, too there's, there's too many things you know what I mean not being able to s- kind of simplify stuff like the way I've been able to do more recently um, but you know I, again I don't want I don't even want to focus on the past just no by the way we're good, man. We're the underground good. had a really funny thread about you did you really? read it no I didn't see it uh, I actually saved it and uh, they, they, you know, they, they have like nicknames for people. Let me see if I can find it. Because like they have like motivated BJ Penn, you know, that was that was one. And yeah. then uh, I, I gotta find this because they had one for you, uh, which I th- I thought was really really funny. Like these these guys are very very clever. These guys. Uh, there is there's some there's some funny stuff on there. Oh, absolutely. I haven't been on there in a while, but I, I hear it's great. They had a whole thing for you. Let me see if I can find it. By the way, so. Uh, uh, it, but while, while I'm looking this up, Rory McDonald went to Bellator, mm-hmm. uh, and you know what? I look if he's getting paid more, that's that's all that matters. That, that's me, what right? I heard. I you know I heard they the um, they came back and tried to get the UFC to match or whatever. But hey, man, it's whatever you got to do. Whatever's whatever's best for you. Right. I mean, I think he's going to dominate in Bellator. Sure. I mean, I can't see anybody beating him. Although the MB- champ's pretty tough. Who's a champ? Who's the champ? Right, the guy the, that beat uh, Henderson, the Russian. The Russian. Yeah. And then uh, MVP. We don't know how good he is yet. Michael Venom Page. Oh, the guy that you right. know. You know that guy is. Yeah, the crazy karate guy. I feel like those guys are really hard. I mean, you know, from fighting Wonder Boy, it's hard to get guys in the gym that uh, that 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 can emulate that. You know, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. You don't. Yeah, well, I think to, for starters too, it's like you, you don't see. It's really hard to make that successful in martial. You know that traditional karate style or there's a lot of I mean you look at judo you look at ronda like that people don't realize you know how hard it is to get no matter how good you are like to to be successful with um certain like one martial art or a traditional you know mm. karate style like a machida or, or a thompson like you it's it's extremely hard i mean to, just to be able to be successful and then yeah not to mention prepare for something like because you don't you don't see it because to, to be honest it's not super successful i mean you look at how many guys how many people in the sport train judo and, and quite a bit do i think after especially after um ronda rousey but i i don't think there's been able there, there hasn't been anybody besides her that can really make it successful yeah yeah i know i mean but how do you i mean this guy mvp he just i guess he's like a 10th dan or some kind of ridiculous karate guy mm. and he does these strange moves where his hands are down but he's, he's relying 
slowly on quickness, not going, I mean, you know, not just slowly on quickness, but that's one of his main things. And it reminds me of a little bit like Roy Jones in his prime, where eventually the speed goes and people can catch you because all mm. the stuff that you're doing, whatever. But, you know, he's good. I, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I got to, just reminding me of this, when, when uh, Lyoto Machida was training for Dan Henderson, he, uh, I, I just thought I'd, I'd throw this out there, but he didn't lose one round in training. He went through the whole camp like with with uh, at Kings, and he's. I, I was sparring with him last week, and I was like, "This guy, it's, it's, it's really, it's crazy because like, he keeps he's getting faster. Like he's been training Leo with, with yeah with Nick Kerson and uh, the guy. It's it's crazy to think like he that he never lost a round in in, his, in the whole camp like leading up to the but it's just true. Like I I spar with him, and he's one of the hardest guys like that style to fight. Yeah. Mm. By the way, I, I can't find it, but the whole thing was like, it was oh, like back out. against a wall, Ellenberger. That was one of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Possibly going to Bellator, Ellenberger. <laughs> it, was like, it was like a whole thing. It, it was one of the funniest threads I've, I've like read in a, a while. I was, I was actually going to show it to you. I think you would really appreciate it. I can't find it. It was like 15 pages of types humor. of nickname yeah. of like almost unemployed Ellenberger. It was just like, it was great. It was, Unemployment line, Ellenberger. Ellenberger. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm going to try to find it um did now you, really quick did you happen to watch the uh these mongolians that just started to strip naked oh after, yeah uh, contesting <laughs> it like that that was that was the best part of the olympics I it thought. was somebody said adam next time your kid loses a close you know what to do <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't even know what to, like let's say you're the ref or you're one of the one of the guy officials on the side and then someone just gets you're like yeah what are you gonna I do just put, i don't even know what to do like Security. Uh. <laughs> yeah. oh exactly. Uh, I was surprised that Burroughs didn't win the Olympics. I, I figured. Yeah, man. It's, it is. It's surprising. I mean, one, I got to say, like, with him, I mean, you, you, know, you know the sport of wrestling, but it's like to see at that level, to be able to win, like, I mean, you see some people win one, like, a world title or even to medal in the Olympics. Um, but to do what he's done, you know, three, yeah. three world title, three-time world champ and, and, and Olympic champ, like, is is unheard of you know what i mean so just to just to even get where he's got like gotten is is crazy to think about but yeah i mean like it's it's such a people don't realize it's such a <laughs> so mental game of small inches you know what i mean i mean he, yeah. the, the, the guy he he the guy he's lost to he's beat before i mean oh it's, really yeah it's it's one of those like you can lose by a point but anyway it's it's so who it's, do you want to fight next yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Anyone. You know? Yeah. I'm, but you're thinking about it. Well, yeah, I am. It's funny. My, my manager was talking to me a couple nights ago, and he was asking me the same thing. Like, when do you want to fight? This and that. And we were looking at, like, the whole top 15 kind of stuff. And we both had a laugh. It was like, well, fuck, Matt Brown is probably the toughest guy on that list. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and as far as, like, when you look back, you're like, you know, not many guys are lining up to fight him. And, uh. That was saying, like, yeah, I, I really don't care, like, oh, whoever. But yeah, going going forward, you know, anybody in the top ten would be great. Were you surprised that Woodley beat Lawler? I was. I mean, if it was going to happen, it was going to probably happen in that, you know, in that first round, first first or second round. But uh, yeah, I think a lot of people were. I wasn't for some reason. I had I, I had money on him too. I, I won. I won fifty out of fifty bucks. Got me three hundred or forty. Got me three hundred on you and you and I, because they train together. And I just felt like Lawler's been in so many wars that his chin had to go at some time. Well, and, yeah. And I'm not sure his chin even went, but, if it, yeah, but Woodley hit so caught. damn hard. Yeah. I mean, 
Lawler, he has he's been in a lot of fucking battles, man. And and I knew eventually he's gonna get caught. It's just a matter of when. I didn't know it. I mean, you've been hit a lot. Do you ever notice sometimes you like forget shit or like that you're like, man, maybe I've been hit too many times. Well, thankfully not. Not that I know of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, and I, I haven't really. I mean, let's look back at like Lawler. I mean, he's been in Strike Force Wars. Like I've been in a few. Like don't get me wrong, I've been in a few, but like. I, I would rather be the guy to get beat in the first round than fucking five round crazy. Really? Boy. Yeah. Like I don't need brain damage. I don't want to. You never lost in the first round. Oh, except for the Wonder Boy. But that that fucking weird crazy. Well, and you had him hurt. Yeah, I mean, if you look at like the the the, the, the battles that I've been like like me and Robbie when we fought, that was you know it was, it was back and forth. But I, I feel mean, like you I hurt him too had, in the third, don't you? Yeah, I did. But it, again, it, it, I haven't had a lot of those, you know, so. I could go without those. <laughs> Don't get nice again, uh, okay? I, I feel like you get nice. I'll, I'll fucking break a chair over your head right Thank now. Thank you very much. That's, that's what I want to hear. That's the Jake Ellenberger. Uh, I, I'm so happy for you, by the way. I, I was like, I, I, don't break a chair on me. All right, so um, now uh, what was the other thing? All right, so this week, the fights, a couple fights we got of this. Uh, Bellator, are you going to Bellator tomorrow night? Yeah, I think so. So Ben Henderson's fighting. Uh, right, right. Little Pitbull. At 55, but Pitbull's going up a weight class to fight him. I have Ben Henderson. Oh, so, so Benson went down to 55, huh? Yeah. Okay. Which I think is good. I think he was too small for 170. Yeah, he, I mean, he's, he's a fantastic fighter either weight class, but uh, that's probably a little more comfortable for him. Yeah. How do you think Benson wins? Uh, I just think he's fought better guys. He's a better grinder. I think he uses his wrestling. His striking isn't like top-notch, but, his, but when he puts it all together... His legs are so... He's one of those guys that's, like, so big for 55, but then small for 70. It's mm-hmm. strange. Like, you go... You see him against 70, 55-pounders, his, his thighs are, like, bigger yeah, than... Yeah, he's not real small. I mean, I don't know. I, like, I, I've seen him, you know, I, I've seen him at wrestling tournaments, and I've seen him at fights, and he's a, he's a, he's a good-sized guy. I don't think he's a small welterweight. <laughs> he's yeah. a huge lightweight. Yeah. You know what I mean? His but but, but he looks small when he fought, like, Brandon Thatch. He he looks smaller than yeah. Brandon. And when he, even when he fought the, the Russian from Bellator. I looked tiny when I fought Matt Brown. The guy's tall. But yeah, but yeah, Brown. Is tall too, yeah, but you but look jacked, though. Brown had some weird body. Damn, like, dad bod guy. going on over there. He had some strange dad bod going It was like that, Matt Brown. Really? He, he just didn't look like. He's never looked ripped, though. But he's just so yeah. fucking tough. He's so tough. He's so skilled. Yeah, and he, he, he can keep a pace. That's for sure. Did the Mohawk piss you off at all or no? No, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it's funny, funny. People were like kind of bagging on him about his haircut, and then, but then I, I heard his story, and he was he, he you know he got it because his kids got it. So it's like, oh, okay, that's cool, okay. man. You know, his kids got it, and then he wanted to mm. show his kids. You know, he'll do it too. All right, gotcha. all right. It's hard. I got, I got you, Adam. Will you pick like for a fighter to win based on one of the fighters' haircuts? Like the last card that <laughs> the Asian dude had the tremendous like blonde haircut yeah that looked terrible but then Lorenz Larkin has the worst haircut in the game and he went out and destroyed Neil Magny <laughs> so it's like you know uh, there's some pretty bad ones Cody Walker uh, is fighting AJ McKee we, we had Cody on the thing Antonio McGee's kid remember yeah. Antonio McGee yeah yeah he's 4-0 he's good although I don't know Walker who's he fighting Cody Walker we took okay. him we had him on the show last week he took the fight on one week notice but he fought two weeks ago and won in 13 seconds and he's fought good guys and he's got he's eight and four with eight finishes, versus a guy who's four and zero. Uh, he's really good, but we'll see. And it's a tough fight. I don't know. Walker's a heavy underdog, but from talking to him, I kind of got confident in him. He's so. such a nice guy. Like you have to go for him, and he's been on the show, so you have yeah. no other choice. Derek Anderson's fighting Saad Awad. 
You know that guy's? You know those guys? I've heard his name. <laughs> awesome. Georgie versus Bubba. Now, Bubba has been training with you over at, at King's. Yeah, yeah, he's been at King's. I, I haven't specifically, I haven't trained with him like myself a lot. I've, the last couple of weeks I, I've had been off. But uh, no, man, he's working, he's working his butt off. He's, he looks good in the gym for sure. You think he beats Georgie? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not an easy fight, but I think so. I think he wins this fight. I think so, too. I think so, too. Uh, even though Georgie won the first fight, choked him out, I think Bubba doesn't... He doesn't make that mistake leave again. ...leave his neck out there. Yeah. Uh, now, in the UFC uh, news, by the way, uh, word is that somebody told me yesterday on my Periscope that they're thinking about doing Donald Cerrone versus Kelvin Gastelum next. What? Yeah, which... Is, is Cowboy a free agent? Yeah, but I heard he says, I'm a UFC fighter. I'm not going to Bellator. Right. Uh, Someone from your Periscope? Somebody from Periscope said that they're thinking about doing... It must be true. uh, Kelvin Gastelum. I mean... It'd be a fun fight. Yeah. Who do you think wins that fight? I don't know. I mean, Cowboys look great. You know, it's funny. Even usually when guys go up a weight class, they, they they don't do as good or they don't look as good. And Cowboy, man, he's... He's a... He's a... He looked great. Were you surprised how he beat Rick Story? Not really. Not really. It's good. I mean, stylistically, it was a great, great fight for him. Um, but no, he, you know, I don't think, you know, story, stories. He likes to to pull guys into a brawl. He's not, he's not super technical. But yeah, I'm not. Anyway, I'm not. Surprised. One of my favorite stories though is when you and Rick Story got into a fight in the hospital afterwards, right? Or backstage? What was it? Backstage or the hospital? Where you were throwing chairs at each other in the in the back. In yeah. the back, yeah, yeah. That was one of my favorite. Tell us the story again. No, nah, Adam, it's not. That's not time for that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't got that much time today, so you know what I mean. <laughs> All right, so Damian Maya versus Carlos Condit. Such a weird fight. It's weird, huh? Uh, yeah, because Damian Maya, I feel like, can beat anybody with his jujitsu. But Carlos Condit is always a gamer. Have we ever, ever seen Carlos Condit dominated in the octagon? I don't uh, think so. No. Uh, except for your fight with him, right? That was a good fight. Oh, the, yeah, the first round, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty one-sided. But yeah, you know, he, exactly. He's a gamer, man. He's, he's hard to put away. So who wins this fight, Jake? I think Condit does. I think it's going to, uh, you know, the later the fight goes, it definitely favors him. He's kind of like a... He's like a Matt Brown. He's he's durable. He's an endurance guy. But um, Connick can hold his own. You know, he's not a his grappling's good. He's not a he's not a guy who's just gonna get taken down and submitted. You know, like some of these the retreads that that, that Maya's fought. But I think Condit. Uh, retreads. Yeah. What's I a think retread? It's just a, it's just a, it's just a word for <laughs> for a jobber. You know. But I think I, like I think Condit wins it though. Now now Jake. Uh, by the way, after your fight, right? Yeah, you're you're. Uh, girlfriend uh, is smoking hot. I mean, I, I've seen her in bikinis. She's like, I mean, she's a ten, uh, right behind my fiance. I mean, she's she's <laughs> she's, she's super hot. Now that right night, yeah, okay, you're in Omaha. Okay, you you win your Actually, fight, in Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay, yeah. you win your fight. You're back at the hotel. Does she just <laughs> rock your world? Does she say, "Hey, Jake, I'm I'm so happy you're back on track," <laughs> and just like, I mean, was it insane? No way. <laughs> To, to kind of, uh, not to damper the story, but she she didn't come to Atlanta or, or my son. They were they were in California though. <laughs> All right. So how many chicks that night did you hook? No, no I'm kidding. No. Uh, uh, yeah. So so when did you see her? Did you, well, you went back to Omaha afterwards, right? No, I went back to uh, 
I went back to California. Okay, yeah. so when you get back to California, right? You get off the plane, you go home. Is she that's in lingerie? Is she like say? Does she have a sign saying like like Jake Ellenberger, like future champion, like comeback of the year? Is, is she like? Is it is it insane? Is there smoke and and all types of fog and candles and everything? Hey, did you make me a sandwich? <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I got you the turkey oh, sandwich. Okay. <laughs> okay. I appreciate it. Man. Thank you. Dodgeball. <laughs> it looks good. It looks good. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. Uh, Anthony Pettis versus Charles Oliveira. Oliveira. That's a good fight, man. I actually I can't I can't wait to watch that fight. I'm a, you know, I like I like Pettis. I'm a, I've been a Pettis fan, but uh that's a tough fight. He's not, you know, that's going to be a that's going to be one of those you know when you when you when you see that Oliver name, you're like, "Fuck, this gonna, this guy, the kid's no joke." He, he, you know, he's and I think he's still maturing. Do Silva, by the way, is doing a great job in matchmaking. I don't know what go, is going on because the last two, the last two things I bet on the parlays have been pretty easy. Like I'm like, "Oh, this guy's gonna win. That guy's gonna win." But I mean, how do you bet on Maya versus Condit? It's it's like there's so many. It's that's a tough fight to bet on. Well, and if I was a betting man, which I am, yes. Um, I, I would bet the props. I'd bet maybe, uh, like, you know, the distance, how far it goes, how, how many rounds start, that kind of thing. Really? Like round three. Yeah, you know, it's tough picking winner. I mean, unless you're just like, oh, this guy, unless you got a, you know, a, a big favorite, I'm sorry, a big underdog, then it's like, and, and it, it's a close fight. You're obviously going to bet on the underdog because the value is there. But, um, yeah, with a fight like that, I would bet on, like, goes starts round three or goes how many rounds. What website do you use? Um, I use five dimes. Oh, nice. Am I allowed to talk about that? On yes, you are. I, I, well, they, they didn't pay me. They finally paid me my five dimes account. All right, so Pettis versus Oliveira. Uh, this another one. I, I assume Pettis is going to win, but he's lost three in a row. But look at the guys he's lost to, man. You, absolutely. I, I, you know what I mean? It's not to like defend him, but like people are always like, oh, this guy's... Trust me, I've been written off a few times. This fucking guy. Yeah, like when you lost twelve in a row, people, people were saying, twelve in a row. <laughs> where's the chair? Damn it, where's the chair? No, but uh, you know, it's like again, you know, you know, he's lost two or three, whatever it is. But then you look at the guys, you're like, he's, he's fought some fucking savages, mm-hmm. some good dudes. That's very true. So I, w- I would say Pettis, based on level of opposition where he was, but can a guy get comfortable with losing? Is that possible? Uh, you sure? I mean, not I mean, Bob Sapp, obviously, but yeah. I'm saying a guy like, a <laughs> <Bob> guy, <laughs> but a guy like Pettis, who's been to the top. Yeah, you know, that's, I mean, it's hard, man. It, it's all, and that's the thing. It comes, it comes down to your mental state. I mean, um, if someone said this, and I think it, it made sense to me, he goes, "This sport's either gonna, it's gonna make you, or it's gonna fucking break you." And I think, you know, some guys don't come back. You know, what I mean, some guys get broken, or you know, and Pettis being the champion at the top, it just kind of. You know, it kind of comes down to how he's going to deal with, uh, with, and it looks like he's like. I mean, at least from like social media, it looks like he's has no problem with that. But. Nothing worse though than seeing a guy like rest in peace, Kevin Randleman, Ken Shamrock, uh, some of these guys that were at the top BJ. of the top. BJ, uh, even I wouldn't say Tito because Tito still, you know, he still wins fights. But you see, look, sometimes you go on these shirt dog and their records, and you see like. Oh, at one point they were ten and one, or t- sh- you know, eleven and zero, or like Sean Salmon, like some of these guys that even like they were they were had great records, yeah. And then you see like seven losses in a row, yeah. Or uh, even Don Fry will put him in that category, or you know, and you're just like, 
fuck, what happened? Did they get comfortable losing? Did they not give a shit? Was it just about the money? Did they? Did they? Yeah, they well, that, exactly. That, that's a trap too. A lot of guys fall into. They start making fucking money, and then they're then they're, they're they're just fighting for money. And that's when you start losing. Like I, you know, trust me. There's so many things that can pull you away from, uh, from being focused and winning. It's like that's uh, money's a huge one. It's like okay, you're gonna make. Um, make this make you know, and then they start doing it just as a job. And Jens Pulver, let's put him yeah, in that category. Jens, exactly, hell of a, a world champion. And know? that's what, and then to me, it's like sad because number one, it's like okay, yeah, you beat Jens Pulver, but you didn't really beat Jens Pulver. You beat a shell of Jens Pulver. And right. Uh, by the way, let me talk about something. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, at last week's fight. So I was I was there. I was at the fight, and. They put on Daniel Cormier on on on, the, on like the big thing, and everybody boos. I mean, I didn't boo, yeah. but a good majority of the people, the fans, booed. Or maybe it wasn't the majority, but the people that were booing were booing so loud it felt like people booing Daniel Cormier. Then they put Mike Tyson on the screen, and you would think the Pope showed up. I mean, ah! And look, I'm a Mike Tyson fan. Okay, I'm not bashing Mike Tyson, but let's look at like who we should root for as a society. Cormier versus Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, okay, he was knocking everybody out. He was a champion. He was great. Then, okay, he goes to jail, okay, for years. He was accused of a rape, charged of rape. I don't know if he raped the girl. I don't think he did, okay, based on the following the thing. I don't think he raped the girl. However, he, he did go to jail for rape. Okay, let's not. And then he even said in an interview, look, I didn't rape her, but there's about seven things that I did where I should be in jail for, so I'll go to jail for one of those things. Which, yeah. on the surface, seems very noble. Like, wow. But what if he was, like, a mass murderer? Like, what if one of those seven things was, like, <laughs> he was a serial killer? Okay, so that's, like, that could be terrible. Then he admits he, he uh, when he was growing up, he was, like, robbing people, doing all kinds of shit. Then yeah. he gets out of jail, okay? He goes back to jail for getting into a fight with an elderly couple after a car accident. He bites Holyfield's ear, okay? Uh, he's been in and out of trouble for his whole life. And granted, he's talented, he's charismatic, he was in The Hangover, he has a great show on Broadway. Okay, yeah, yes, there's a lot of great things to cheer Mike Tyson for. Redemption factor. However, a lot of times, you know, if you were the family of whatever, of that Washington girl, and you, and you think he raped her, I wouldn't be cheering for no Mike Tyson. Yeah. Now, you look at Daniel Cormier. Nicest guy in the world. Nicest guy, two-time Olympian, uh... I think captain of the wrestling team at OSU, captain of the Olympic team, captain of AKA, mentor, Fox analyst, lost one fight, never quit. Mike Tyson quit, quit on the stool against Kevin McNeely, okay? He was losing against Holyfield, so he bites his fucking ear. That's a quitter to me. Holyfield, uh, this guy never uh, quit in his life, Daniel Cormier. Never quit, never did anything wrong, mm-hmm. and people are booing him. Like, wh- Jake, what? Well, talk to me, man. I don't get it. I'm a big Daniel Cormier fan, and I don't. I don't get it. It's you know, it was even you look at like the you know shows John Jones and, and all the shit he's done, and people are people are cheering for him. But it is it, you know you look at Mike Tyson, and I think like the the entertainment factor comes in. You know, and he you know he was a monster, like he was a freak, and people love the freak show appeal. You know, he was he was knocking people out. Um, he, he may not be a good person. He may not have done. He may have done a lot of really horrible things, but. Um, in the entertainment industry that, you know, it doesn't matter, I think. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm that, that, you know, it kind of bums me out too, because I'm a big DC fan and uh fucking super nice guy, you know, great family, great dad. Like 
There's no reason not to like the guy. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, what are we doing here? And I, I understand. Yeah, you're right. He was knocking people out, but he's also knocking a lot of bums out. Uh, you know, he was knocking a lot of people out that, I mean, Cormier is, you know, beats Stan Henderson. I mean, murders Stan Henderson, beats Anthony Johnson. Uh, you could argue that Cormier beat better guys than Mike Tyson did uh, yeah, so far. He definitely he's he's fought some murderers. B. Sure. Anderson Silva on you know took Silva came on the fight and he's lost one fight to John Jones, which I was there. He won two out of five rounds. Okay, he didn't win three rounds. One round, he, one more round, he, he would have won. Anyway, that being said, it just it baffles me. Hmm. But you know, people can root who they want. Uh, Paige Van Zant versus Rowdy Beck. Looking forward to this fight. Uh, yes. Uh, by the way, we we were talking last time who we'd rather sleep with. Paige Van Zandt and Rowdy Beck. Jake? Hmm. Is it, oh, that's the... That's the question, yeah. <laughs> Not who's going to win the no, fight. No, no. Well, who do you think is going to win the fight? <laughs> um, yeah, well, let's, well, let's start there. Um, I don't... It, it's, it's, it's... Again, on paper, you would think Paige Van Zandt. However, she's been doing all... You know, she became this superstar overnight, doing Dancing with the Stars, that kind of thing. She's been out for a while. That, that, that can play a role. But, um... And I, I like Rowdy Beck. I, she's a cool girl. And, and uh... She, you know, she trains down at Alliance. I, I, uh, I think it's going to go the distance, man. I, I, again, I hate to play the fence, yeah, but I'm, I'm actually leaning towards Beck, but I don't know, man. Also, Paige never fought a puncher. Beck, you could say, is a puncher. I mean, she, she drops people. She hurts people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paige Van Zandt has fought Felice Herrig, not really a puncher. Uh, Rowdy, I fought Rose Namajunas, not really a puncher either. Uh, where Beck seems to actually have a little bit of pop in her. Right. But wrestling wise, can Beck defend her takedown? Paige has good wrestling, uh, good ground and pound. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling for Beck based on the fact that she's been on our podcast. And, yeah, uh, yeah. She's just a cooler cool chick. chick. Lozon versus Miller. I got Lozon all day. It's going to be a fun fight. This is uh, number two, right? Number two? Joe Lozon, Jim Miller, number yeah, two. Yeah, number two. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Miller won the first fight. Did he? Yeah. How did, how did it go the first one? I don't know. I don't Not know sure. how. I think he it was submission. I think he submitted him. Yeah, I just think. Okay. Two, I, but sure. I like this fight because there's two guys past their prime, and they're not. You know, and but it's still they're still good, so capable of beating you know most people in their division, mm-hmm. and I like this fight. Uh, I, I like it when they pair guys like, you know, guys that are a little older against each other. I don't like it like like that Mike Pyle fight I went to last time, where he fought that that young kid that just. Need him to death and put him to sleep. I was like, "Oh, the Brazilian." Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was training at Kings. I had no idea they were even fighting. Like, because I was watching the fight because I knew he had a fight coming up, uh, the Brazilian kid. And then I, I was watching the fights and I was like, "Oh, she's he's fighting Pyle." And that, I was surprised how that ended. That kid was good though, right? Yeah, he's pretty good. You don't think he's that good? Well, I, I don't know. I don't, to be yeah. honest, it's hard to say. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was insane. I, I was like, "Fuck!" But then you you knocked out Pyle in what twelve seconds? No, no, that was um, Pele. You know, the second round. Yeah, Pile was like second round. Yeah, second right, round, right away in the second. Round. But yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, that was my first win in the UFC. Actually. Is it weird having so much power in those hands? Like, you ever like finger bang a chick and then she just like <laughs> fucking like like passes out? <laughs> no, that hasn't happened yet. All right, not, not quite. Not yet. Not okay, yet. so there's, there's still a chance. Uh, yeah, right. Sam Alvey versus Kevin Casey. Sam Alvey, the guy who smiles all the time. Smiling. Sam Alvey, you know him. Okay. Kevin Casey, he's the guy that made the rap song with Spencer Pratt. No retreat, no surrender. He's a black belt under yeah, yeah, Gracie. Yeah, Hicks and Gracie. Black belt. Yeah, yeah. He trains with Huron and Henry at the Gracie camp. Um, 
if it goes to the ground, I'd, yeah, I would definitely give it to Casey. Yeah, but he doesn't do his jujitsu in fights for some reason. He, it's like well, one yeah, of those. That's, th- yeah, that's the thing too, man. It's like you, 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 I would be just training takedowns if I was a jujitsu guy. It's like because <laughs> you can't get the fight to the ground. You, you know, it's yeah. How are you going to use any of them skills? If you were going to recommend, like when I go back to uh, training, I'm, I'm going to go back to training, and uh, I'm going to do most. Most. Would you recommend? What do you think is the most important martial art for a street fight? Street fight? Yeah. Hmm. Boxing. I don't know, because in a street fight, you don't, you, you don't, they're so quick, and it's almost like, tech, tech. I mean, you should learn some techniques, you know, like right. the fundamentals, but there's no, there's no point of, you know, fine-tuning this precision of, it's just like, you're in a street fight. Probably boxing and wrestling, right? Those yeah, I, yeah, definitely. I mean, wrestling won't hurt, but I mean, uh, fuck, man, that's a good question. Kickboxing striking have you ever seen a kick in a street fight i've never seen a kick in a street no, fight no but you see a lot of clinching you yeah know what I mean? the head clinch but i don't know man i would i wouldn't even say a specific martial art. it would definitely be a striking art but when and, and be able to not go to the ground when's your brother fighting again is he fighting again uh yeah he's not not scheduled but he's 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 been training so uh yeah he was out for a while he had an operation on his eye the, the whole torn retina did i tell you about yeah, that no well he was yeah he was out for about a year because he had a torn retina from his first fight in the UFC, but they didn't see it till like six or eight months after. Ah, oh. but uh, so he, he didn't had, see it, or they didn't see it. No, well, they they didn't oh. find it. You know what I mean? Until oh, yeah. whatever, because he had gotten eye exams, but you have to see like a retina specialist to see the the back of the eye. Fuck. But anyway, yeah, he's was out for about a year, but he's he's been training, so nothing uh, nothing scheduled yet. Is it weird that you and Joe are in such good shape and Adam isn't? Do you guys <laughs> give him a hard time at all or no? No. Nah. <laughs> Well, the funny part is, like, we were talking about growing up, and, and I was like, man, Adam fought more than both of us did. Really? Yeah, he, like, he, at a party, at a bar, whatever. Do you and your brother ever, like, take off his shirts just to fuck with him, like, in pictures? Uh, no. <laughs> no. He doesn't give a shit. He, he doesn't care. He's funny. He really don't care. I like your brother. <laughs> your, brother's, funny, yeah. your brother's cool. So, <laughs> All right, guys, so let's just drop this. Uh, this, like, upcoming couple months there's like the ufc every single weekend right yes so let's just run down like the next five and i want you guys to say which one you're looking forward to the most all right, right? let's go maya condit arvlosky barnett miocic overeem poyer johnson cyborg versus landsberg and then lineker versus dodson hmm well Heavyweights are always fun. I mean, we watched yeah. that Stipe versus Overeem fight. Right. I, I mean, we watched him versus Dos Santos. Verdum, Verdum, Verdum. Right, right, right. I think Stipe can beat Overeem, but he can. getting out of that first round is going to be tough. You know, it, I was thinking about the fight on the way here, and I was like, man, I, I, I kind of think Overeem might get him. But, you know, he's been knocked out a few times. And it's, it's in Cleveland. Stipe can touch him. He's, he's going to have the whole Cleveland behind him. Yeah. They're very prideful, those Cleveland people. Yeah, it's a great city. I love Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with, with Stipe. Uh, and then the Arlovsky-Barnett, that's also that's a tough one to pick, too. Because you're like, how much does Arlovsky have left? Barnett is a bigger guy. I mean, even though it doesn't look like he has power, he's got power. But you look at like the Arlovsky and uh, Travis Brown fight. That was crazy. Yeah. I mean, no one counted Arlovsky in that fight. Well, I know he was... Training with Edmund, so I, I was like, I had all my money on. Uh, oh, no, really? Yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, your money on <laughs> Yeah. Of no, course, you I'm, did. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, I don't, man, I, I don't know. That's a weird fight. You lean towards Barnett, but I'm leaning towards Barnett just based, but I don't know. You know, sometimes Barnett gets hurt. I mean, yeah, you're right. You look at Travis Brown, like murdered Barnett, 
but Arlovsky murdered Travis Brown. But MMA math doesn't really work that well. Yeah, no. You know, so and it's probably the worst math in the world is MMA math, right? Because it's so hard to yeah, pick. That's why I, I, I bet props, man. It's like I mean, like I said, unless there's a big underdog and the values there, then there's like I bet props. Not that anyone gives a shit about my betting. I do. So, advice. so Nick Diaz and his boys got jumped. Really? Uh, in at Hyde nightclub. I thought it was just Nick in the bathroom. Uh, oh, Nick in the bathroom. Yeah, my he, four guys. He says my three guys didn't know who he was, and started mouthing off to him. The brawl went outside of the bathroom, but Nick said he got the best of them. I, I don't know <laughs> if I don't know if I believe this story because who's not? If you're a meathead at Hyde at five in the morning, do you not know who Nick Diaz is? And why would you try to fight Nick Unless Diaz? Unless they're real fucked up and just don't even, can't even see his face very well. And why would you talk shit to Nick Diaz? I mean, it's just yeah. in, in the bathroom as your dick well, out. Guys, like, and, and guys, they get, they get super tough when they're with their boys. You know what I mean? There's like three or four of them. Then it's, it's not, they're not by themselves. You know what I mean? They get a little... I feel like they might have been like, we take a picture with you. And he said, no, I'm, in fuck, I'm taking a shit right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking a piss. Why would you get take the, a shit at the Get the, the club, fuck away man. from me. Ugh. And then next thing you know, a fucking fight broke out. That could be... Yeah, it's just strange, right? Why would you? Who wants you to fight know, in the bathroom? <laughs> we never get all the details, you know. It's like, sure, that's who's gonna jump Nick Diaz? Yeah. I mean, that's just crazy. Is he? Is he? Uh, he's he's off his suspension, right? I think so. I mean, you never know the, the, the Diaz brothers. So uh, we know Woodley trying to fight Diaz. Oh, well, yeah, Woodley wants to fight anybody but Wonder Boy. Oh, I know. Uh, he he does not want to fight Wonderboy. He's Boy. dodging that like the plague. Now you that think I blame he him, deserves to be able to just to pick no, fights fuck next? no. You're the champ. You you welcome any and all all comers. I think that's that, my. I mean, that's my stance. If I'm the champ, right. I don't. You know what I mean? If if it's his turn, you know, like fuck the UFC says who I'm fighting next. That's just my opinion. You're the champ. You fight the number one contender. Right. Mandatory. Exactly. That's exactly. it. Otherwise, yeah. what's the point of having the rankings? It has nothing in it for me. It has nothing to do with Woodley. It just has to do with like you're the champ, like. You fight the next best guy. You here's, I mean? here's, the, here's the problem: is you got guys like Henderson fighting Bisbing. That completely fucks up the any. Once that happens, everyone says, "Oh, you could fight the number twelve guy, and you're the champ." Fuck it, I'll just rack up the money. I yeah, mean, well, you I understand at, he beat him, but it was at UFC 100. That was like ten a, years ago. 102. <laughs> that was 102 UFCs ago, <laughs> not including the fight nights and whatever you put else. It that way, that's a uh, long, lot of UFCs. 102 ago. UFCs ago, yes, he yes he got beat by Dan Henderson. So now he's not even he beat Hector Lombard, who came up from 170. So he didn't even beat a guy in the division, and now you're letting him fight the champ. So when that happens, Tyron Woodley goes, oh, "Well, if he gets to fight Dan Henderson, well, yeah, so I then mean, I get to fight fucking." Carrot top, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Dan Henderson's got to be one of the only cases that you could argue being he has been the champ before, you know, pride champ, that kind of thing. But. And Carrot top brings pops to the cage. But, but still, but, but no, but, but, no, but it's bullshit. It's I get what you're saying. You know, the ranking, it, it messes like, the rankings up. The way sure. I see it, it's like, it's like saying, look, okay, the Lakers were a 500 team this year. They didn't make the playoffs. But you know what? They do really good ratings, so they're in the play. They're in the finals. Mm-hmm. They, don't even, they get to fucking jump the whole playoffs and go to the finals. Well, you could also you could be fucking Luke Rockhold and be like, "Why am I fighting Michael Bisbing?" Well, that's because Wyman pulled out. Well, still was he number and, three? Yeah, he w- kind of was. He was the was guy. He? It was like Jacare was hurt. You all was suspended, and then I think Tim Kennedy was like retired or something, or you know whatever. I mean, Derek Brunson is like number nine, so Bisping was like right there. Yeah, I mean, if you put yourself in, in Joe Silva, Dana's shoes, it's like it's tough because 
the the MMA ranking system math. It, it's all hard to make it work. But, but here's you know the problem, I mean? though. But they're, they're, they're history. going. They have history, but what they're doing so. the is they're going for like okay, Bisbing versus Hendo is going to sell tickets. Mm-hmm. It will. Right. They're going to fight in England. Everyone in England's going to be behind Bisbing. Right. Hendo fans, whatever. It's his last fight ever. It's like a Rocky story. It's well, then basically if he wins. It is his last fight. <laughs> yeah, and it is like Rocky Balboa in some ways. He gets to have one last fight. Okay. However. However, it's short-term thinking. In the long term, it's going to fuck up precedent. Because now you're going to say, okay, being number one or two doesn't really matter. I mean, look at it. They're having the ultimate fighter season. The next ultimate fighter is a bunch of fighters living in the house to compete at who gets the title shot. And right. that, to me, that's bullshit. What's the point of being ranked number two or one if you're going to be able to... Leapfrog by all those 30. fighters in the house are actually champions from other like organizations. That's right? great, and you know what? I'm the, I was the Class A wrestling champ of t- 1997. <laughs> I, I don't get a title shot in the UFC. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you might. I, it's come make on. 45, Adam. He's gonna fight Aldo. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, so, by the way, they're How saying. How long would you last if that window against yeah, Aldo? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It depends on when I'm turtling up. Uh, Unless you're on that TRT, you know. How long would I last with Aldo? I would not let, get out of the second, first round. The second round? No. no. I mean, Come I would on. go for wrestling. I would, just cu- I, would, I would stay away as long as I could. Just, double, just take him down. And then I would just try to double leg him against the cage and just hold on. And that's all I would do. I mean, maybe tickle him <laughs> or uh, something. You know, foot stomps. <laughs> Fucking five minutes of foot stomps. See how that works. Yeah. Yeah, foot I would not. Foot stomps are funny. I don't. I wouldn't last around with anybody in the UFC. I mean, a one twenty five wouldn't last around. I don't know. There's some. There's some fucking chuds in the UFC. About bro. a female fighter. Like, I, I don't know. Paige Van Zant. Fighting or yeah, uh, fighting in the <laughs> in, opposed to <laughs> fighting or sex. <laughs> okay. Sex absolutely would not last around. <laughs> Be a lot shorter than a fight. <laughs> I, I reckon wouldn't last a walkout. Uh, I did. I remember the, one of the worst uh, times I've ever had sex was like I went to the strip club and I got one off my any med- anxiety medication because like uh-huh. I'm on Celexa, it takes forever to come, like which is good. But I went off it. And which then it was like I went like I was in turbo mode like just so I was a long time ago I went to this uh, this girl in Arizona she like she like I think I busted in like four seconds and she's like All right. she goes when was the last time you got laid that's not what you want to hear after sex <laughs> <laughs> that's like the, look, that's not what you want to hear ever <laughs> when was the last time you got laid <laughs> What was, your, what was your answer? I was like, uh, you're so hot or something. Right? <laughs> Perfect answer. I was like, round two would be better. And it was, but it still it was like, you know, it's never better. Round two was always like, you know. So, uh, yeah, man. So, Jake, so are you, are you back at Kings? Yeah, I've been in there a um, couple days a week, two, three days a week. So Now, how, how hard was the cut to 70? No, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I landed... In Atlanta, about 183. So, how nervous were you about getting cut? Is that that true story? Did you really go to the That's Vegas true story. and you and, and like you begged Dana? I didn't know. We just had a conversation. Like, let me, let me, let me. I'll just go into it. So, there was a lot of talk, um, and this was like one of the you know it's one of the situations where you're like, no news is good news kind of thing. But um, you know when when uh, I was actually. Already, I already set up a meeting with Dana, so I, you know, I, I, I was fortunate enough to have a relationship with him. I hit him up and, and said, "Yeah, no, no problem." So I went up there and met him, and, and so he was telling me, you know, 
this is what this is what they're they're thinking, you know. And I was like, I mean, it wasn't, you know, it was it was a it was a real pretty quick conversation, you know. I said, you know, give me give me one more chance, and and uh, and he did. But yeah, that was a true story. So it wasn't you got on your hands and knees, you're like, please, Dana, I don't no. want to go to Bellator, and you were crying, and like <laughs> you were throwing in perks and stuff, and offering your wife. No, no, none of that. That, that it didn't happen. Yeah, no, that's not. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's the way it made it seem a little bit, right? Right. Did you read the article? It seemed like you no, were begging. It, it seemed like you were begging. Like you no, were- uh-uh. Oh, okay. No, you know, it, it's just, we had a man-to-man conversation. It was oh, like, okay. This is, you know, this is how I didn't. I've really, you know, I valued the the relationship I had with him in the UFC, and, and uh, I've always been a company guy. And I'm like, shit, I've been in the UFC seven years, man. Like, this is this is not how I want it to end. And, and uh, just give me one more shot. I was so, dude. I, I was. And like- then I was like, yeah, you're fighting Matt Brown. I knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I Let's knew, I knew that, uh, I knew you were gonna win. For some reason, I just knew it. I, I kept saying it. I'm like, it's a great matchup for Jake. You know, I'm like, he's back. He's out of his head. You know, he's he, he's like not training how to, you know, take away IEDs from <laughs> you know fields and stuff. Like I, I was really, I, I knew it. I don't know why I knew it. It was one of those things. And people were telling me, they're like, I should have listened to you. I should listen to you. So. That when you say, I told you, motherfucker. I did. I know. Because uh, I also, like, every fight that you've lost, you've had the guy hurt. You had Tarek hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Brown hurt. I mean, you had uh, Wonderboy hurt. So those fights could have went your way. It was just, yeah. You know, it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like you got dominated. I mean, you you had these guys hurt. Right. Is Yeah, exactly. It is what it is, you know. So How annoying is the people giving you advice? Do you just tune out? Yeah, th- yeah you got it, man. You got to tune that. I, I, it's hard. To, I don't even get on social media a lot. Like before fights, I don't. But it's everyone. <laughs> everyone's gonna on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter is gonna tell you what you should do, what you shouldn't do, that kind of thing. But well, last night you tweeted there are some really incredible minds on Twitter. That was a joke, right? Or was no, it, I was. You, you were fucking around. That was true. Are you being serious or no? I can't tell. Like, like sometimes you're so fucking obnoxious. <laughs> I can't tell. I, I, I can see you laughing at your own jokes. Like, it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. They, they're, they're, it's funny. I, I get a, I get a kick out of it. I get a laugh out of it. Nice. So, did your uh, kid see the fight? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's attention spans not really that long, but he, he watched a little bit. What did he say? That's what I. He gave me a fist bump. So that's that's what I fucking thought. Really? He <laughs> can't even talk, Adam. Thirteen months. Oh, he he didn't he like. Can't even talk. What he say? <laughs> Your kid didn't give you advice on fighting. Was, was, he, was he like, hey, dad, this is what you got to do? Like, yeah. No, but he he'll come up and fucking hit me, no problem. Really? Yeah. Like when I'm laying down, he'll come up and just like smack me in the face or the nuts, and I'm like, really? Do you laugh or you or no? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it is. We we wrestle. We we play fight. It's fun. Uh, all right. Well, listen, I got to get going. I got a uh, show for the military tonight in San Diego. I got to drive to San Diego. Uh, actually, uh, where at? Uh, one of the forts, like past San Diego. Uh, I'll be at Bell tomorrow. Tuesday, I'm at the Irvine Improv. Want to come to Irvine Tuesday? Improv? Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday night? For sure. You going to come? Nice. Right by my house, bro. Right by your house, yeah. man. Like I, I, five Jake, minutes. it is so good talking to you, man. Like, <laughs> I, I missed you. I, 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 know I, was, it. I, I really missed you, man. Uh, any, any questions for Jake, Joe? All right. I have some fan questions. Do it. First one is from my brother-in-law, Jake Duncan. He wants to know if you can fight any MMA fighter from the past UFC, Bellator, any organization, who would it be? So any MMA fighter pretty any much? Any MMA fighter, 
anyone? Um, you know, I always wanted to fight uh, GSP just right. because, you know, and, and, and I'm saying that out of respect. Like, the guy was one of the guys that we've all looked up to, you know, when, mm-hmm. especially when I was, like, coming up when I first started training. And, uh, and just to see what he's done, that it's, that'd be, uh, it'd be an honor to fight a guy like GSP, yeah. You might have a chance. He's coming back, right? Yes. Possibly. Yeah, it's the same. UFC 206. Really? Yeah, in Toronto. I hope he does. In uh, Toronto. Yeah, it'd, be, it'd be fun to, fun to see him fight. Who do you think they put him up against? I don't know. We'll see how CM Punk does against Mickey Gall. Oh, shit. And, uh, You're oh, watching that, the CM Punk thing? I did. I'm not it's watching. It's so ridiculous. They're like making like a reality show with him and his wife. His wife doesn't want to watch him fight. And his wife's hot, though, right? She's really small. But yeah, she's but, hot. Okay. You didn't answer this. Yeah, say she's hot or... <laughs> I was just wanting. <laughs> all, right, all right, what was that the only question you had? All right, so yeah, that's the only question I had. All right, so just, oh, okay, uh, Jake. Yo. Joe has been trouble getting laid. Like he only gets fours. Uh, he finally got one girl that was above a four. Okay. Yeah, not okay. years old. Like I'm like like, like a four, like a, <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a four out of ten. Thank you for clarifying. All right, now Jake, I know you've only been with one girl. But really? she's but she's mm. smoking hot, right? They've they're all dimes, okay? All the one chick that you've had sex with. <laughs> uh, what what's your uh, advice for getting for Joe getting hotter chicks? Yes, what's your advice? Uh, I, I mean, where are you uh, where are you where are you looking? First of all, where's the where's the lake we're fishing in? Well, I'm I don't really like girls my age. Yeah, you like the older. Or you like oh the yeah, older? I like uh, like uh, if I had to pick between uh, Beck and Paige Van Zant. It's hard for me because Paige, she's really pretty, but then Beck, she's a mom, and that's like, boom. All right, I got to go with Beck. You, you like she, moms? Oh, yeah. Are you, close, right. like are you close to your mom? No, yes, the moms are like, I'll take care of you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Joe knows what's up. So, like, any advice to talk to older women? What do you think uh, they like? Well, I'm looking for a sugar like, mom. Are we talking, like, five years older, ten years older? I'm talking, like, 20, Doesn't 15, matter. 30 years <laughs> like, how old are you? Like, I'm 20 years old. All right, so you're you like want, you want a 50 year old? 56. Oh, I've been there. That wasn't too bad. Yeah, so you, you know want your girls that are almost dead. Yeah, that can leave, put me in the will somewhere. In the will. leave me a subway could, you, gift card or you something. Yell out bingo during sex and stuff. And like, <laughs> yeah. All right, this B- is the weird fucking. Okay, listen, we're gonna end the show. Listen, so uh, bingo. Uh, next week I will be in Naples, in Naples, Florida, at, at Off the Hook Comedy Club. If you like this podcast, you could tip us on Tip a Fighter. Uh, Jake, anything coming up? Uh, no, nothing yet, man. I'm just uh, got a couple uh, couple of trips coming up. That's yeah. Just I'm, and, I'm looking to. November, we're, we're, they're, they're in talks right now, so nothing's set yet. And now, Jake, if our fans we're ask fun. you relationship questions, will you answer them? Sure. So hashtag Ask Jake, okay, on Twitter. Uh, ask Jake any this? types of relationship questions you want. Okay, fucking Dr. Drew. Yes, Jake. Is, <laughs> we have the new Dr. Ellenberger. Okay, Jack, <laughs> Jake will answer any type of sex questions, anything about your dick not working. Guys, Jake loves to answer those questions, right? I know everything. Yeah, right. Just no. Yes. Yeah. So ask Jake. Hashtag Ask Jake. Uh, he will answer all of your questions all day long about <laughs> sex and getting laid. He he's he's great at it. All right. So uh, all we're right. gonna make this a thing. We're gonna make this. Hashtag Ask Jake, okay? Ask Jake. Yep. All right, listen, thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Take care.